nine rounds of golf for $90? Yep. The Minnesota Golf Passport is back and available now at garagelogic.com. As a golf passport card holder, you're entitled to nine 18 whole rounds of golf for just one low price of $90. Supplies are limited, so just go to garagelogic.com and type keyword passport. A $300 golf value for just 90 bucks. Now you got it. GarageLogic.com. Keyword passport. <laughs> Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 313, January 30th, 2020. 48 degrees on two occasions, 1879 and 1989, and it was 30 below in 1887, a very cold winter carnival. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense. Your mayor, Joe Souchere. We're joined by Dahlia Al-Akidi. Dahlia, am I saying that correctly? You're saying it correctly, and thank you for having me. We uh, first took notice of you based on a uh, YouTube, uh, essentially a campaign ad, if I'm not, uh, is that correct? Correct, yeah, yep. And I didn't know anything about you, and what I have since learned is that you you just moved here in the fall. I moved four months ago, yeah. And and why did you pick here? Well, I picked here because I truly believe that Elhan Omar is doing irreparable harm to both the the city or the state and the country itself. And um, we come from similar backgrounds, but we couldn't be more different. Omar uh, constantly accuses her uh, detractors of being racist, anti-Muslim, anti-refugees. It's a tactic that uh, designed to stifle debate. Mm-hmm. None of that will work on me. So I can force a conversation on these issues that matter for the district. Did you have a conversion at some point in your life? Because I'm given to understand you were among the very privileged in Iraq. You were friends of Saddam Hussein. Is that correct? Not Saddam Hussein. Um, uh, yes, I went to school with his uh, with his uh, sons, Oday and Kusay, but that was when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. And just being privileged and living uh, uh, in, in, a, in a, let's say, um, upper-class family doesn't mean that I don't feel and I don't see the oppression over in the whole country. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think this is something bad, on the contrary. I stood for the people, not for myself, nor for my family. And you worked most of your life as a journalist? All my life, all my adult life. I've never done anything other than what I do. And when did you come to uh, America? Uh, I came to, I moved to the United States as a refugee. I came to America in 1993. Before that, I've been here a couple of times um, as a tourist. Did it require you to get some special favors from the administration to move here? Why would I get a favor? Not, not at all. But uh, 
um, the late ambassador, Chris Stevens, mm-hmm. uh, who we've all lost in Benghazi, yep. that I've met in Saudi Arabia while I was working uh, part of the team, part of an Iraqi team uh, working for a radio station called Radio Free Iraq against Saddam Hussein. That's where I met him. And that's when uh, Chris Stevens believed that it's the best place for me and for my family since I come from uh, uh, my uh, my mother is considered a pioneer actress as an Iraqi modern theater. Mm-hmm. So he believed that my future uh, I could have the best opportunities that I could have and I could build my my dream and achieve my dream in the United States and that's how uh, um, uh, that's how I was ex- uh, accepted as a, as a refugee um, due to um, uh, our opposition to the Iraqi government back then, which um, uh, the Saddam Hussein's regime um, had an execution order against me and my mother for standing against him. Do you have a family? Did, and did they come with you to Minneapolis? Uh, I have a mother and a brother. They didn't come. My mom is uh, is a bit ill. She couldn't come with me because it's it's a bit cold for her. Mm-hmm. So she uh, she lives with my brother. Had you been uh, to Minneapolis previously? Oh, of course. Oh, been, of, of course. Do you think I just? No, of course. Uh, well, I think you threw a pin at the map and you ended up in Minneapolis. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, where should I go? Where should I go? No, I've been to Minneapolis uh, uh, so many times, and I loved, I loved it. And uh, I've been here for work, and I really fell in love with it. It's a city with a pure soul. And now I love and live in this state and this district. And uh, Omar doesn't, by the way. I'm here to serve these, the residents of this district, and I believe that I can really, really serve every single resident, regardless of his or her faith, color, gender, or political affiliation. Do you have a, a campaign machine put together yet? We have a very good team, a very good team. And uh, um, don't forget, we announced... Uh, Less than two weeks ago, I have a wonderful team, um, a team of experts, and we're working on every single issue uh, here. Do you think that, uh, have you met Ilhan Omar? Uh, she refused to give me an interview like a year, almost a year ago. Mm-hmm. And that's what prompted me to come and talk to the people of her district. And that's when I fell in love with the district and decided to come. No, I've never met her and I'm, I can't wait to meet her on the debate stage. Well, she doesn't give us interviews either. Apparently she's very selective <laughs> in who she talks to. And I know who she talks to. She talks to Jazeera and the Muslim Brotherhood supporters. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you get to meet her in a debate, uh, you seem fairly confident that you will triumph. Because um, I have a, 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 an issue that, uh, as I said before, we're we're totally uh, uh, we're totally alike, yet extremely differences. Uh, dif- uh, we're different. Um, I love America. Mm-hmm. She does not. I, um, I can't argue with that. It's been our contention that she seems to have a worldview that uh, turns turns against the United States. 
Um, I couldn't agree more. And um, I'm, I'm, when I'm, I'm running, I'm no longer uh, a refugee. I'm no longer uh, an Iraqi or came from Iraq. I am an American. I'm simply an American who wants to serve Minnesota's 5th Congressional District and give back to the country that welcomed me, welcomed my mother, and welcomed my brother and uh, uh, for so many years. And that's my duty as an American, um, and that's my, uh, my goal. Dahlia, my name is Kenny. I uh, work here with Such, and uh, I'm, I live in the 5th District. I live in South Minneapolis, and you said something that really caught my ear, that after uh, Ilhan refused to uh, talk to you or be interviewed with uh, you, you came and talked to uh, the people of her district, her constituents, etc. I'm wondering what they said about Ilhan, and do they feel like they are being improperly or not served well? Do they feel that their needs are being met by Ilhan Omar? Well, honestly, the, the people of, uh, of Minneapolis, and let's talk about the, this district, are very uh, uh, conservative when it comes to talking politics, yeah. especially to a journalist. But yeah. I was surprised uh, uh, one time uh, before I came, uh, one of my trips, I posted on Twitter that, uh, please, uh, anybody who, uh, a journalist who wants to uh, meet me for coffee, I'm going to be in this place and so and so. And guess what? People came. Oh, Not only journalists, people came. And people talked to me because the people here, uh, uh, that's, how, uh, that's what I've learned, that they like to talk one-on-one instead of groups, so they feel more comfortable talking about about these issues. And yes, people are uh, fed up with the lack of uh, of safety in the streets. Yeah, but uh, the, there's an are, elephant in the room, Dahlia. There's an elephant I, in the room. She won by seventy-five percent of the vote, and that's what scares us. We we we, we don't understand why. Uh, uh, the people of the 5th have opted to vote for and put into office somebody who, like you said, is anti-American as far as we're concerned. Um, You know, the Democrats believe that uh, Omar is behind reproach because uh, 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 she is um, uh, a Muslim and she is a refugee, so they felt that they can uh, vote for someone. Don't forget, that when they voted for her, they did not know her rhetoric. They did not know about her anti-Semitism uh, right. attitude. They yeah. did not know the the racist deep inside her that she tries to <laughs> to spread not only in her community but in, in the whole district and the whole country. Mm-hmm. So I truly believe that people would think twice or thrice before they vote. Uh, in November, and I, I hope, and I wish, and I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go to talk to every resident of the fifth district. I would knock on every door and make my position clear of, of, about agendas and about uh, policies that I'm trying to implement when. I get elected. If I'm understanding you uh, clearly, you attribute her 75% landslide to the fact that people really didn't know her all that well. Are you are you believing that people are having their eyes open now? 
Oh, definitely. I mean, definitely. Uh, who knew her before that? Nobody. Mm-hmm. She she wasn't known, and that's what I've 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 heard from uh, from the residents in this district. They didn't know. She just sounded right, and for them, uh, for the uh, constituents, they uh, uh, they want to uh, you know the uh, progressive. Uh, votes that she is, she will be the right person, but definitely, I mean, her she did not do anything for the district. Her no. lack of performance, she did not serve the district. She did not do anything. No, you're, oh, you're oh, right. Too. You're right. It, it's. Served. Have you I mean, received? Have yep. you received any attention from the uh, so-called? Uh, uh, news gathering institutions, the St. Paul paper, the Minneapolis paper, the local television stations. I did read a nice profile of you in City Pages. Other than that, I can't find much to read about you. Uh, uh, Well, I have to remind you that uh, my announcement was less than uh, two weeks ago. Right. Um, Yes, I have. Uh, requests, interviews from, uh, from, but I'm not sure who. And yes, they are reaching out, but uh, don't forget this is also a national story, right? Um, because the threat that she opposes not not a local threat only. Mm-hmm. She's a threat to the whole country, and that's why I've been invited on Fox and Friends. I've been invited on Kennedy's on, on Fox News, and and I've been invited. I mean, I've done so many interviews in the past two weeks. Um, about her and about me and the difference between both of us. Are you a supporter of Donald Trump? I am a supporter of the president who would and who is trying to do the best thing for the Americans. I support the president when he tries and he succeeded so far in protecting the Americans when it comes from uh, local issues and when it comes to uh, national threats. It's no secret that our people and, and groups, Islamists and others, that are trying to harm the United States. And the duty of the president of the United States is to protect uh, uh, the people that voted for him and the people of the United States. So, yes, I support his policies, and especially when it comes to immigration as well. I do support uh, his policies. And, and I, if I may add, uh, uh, taking action against a brutal uh, terrorist um, is, is something that me, as, as an American, I was so proud of President Trump for killing Qasem Soleimani, mm-hmm. who killed hundreds of Americans, who killed thousands of innocent people in Iraq, in Iran, in Lebanon, and he's behind uh, several uh, militias in the Middle East, including Hezbollah, that it's, it's, it's an imminent threat to Israel, which is our biggest ally in the Middle East. Are you an energetic woman? I am a non-stoppable woman. Because <laughs> <Let me laughs> you only you have nine months to to get this yeah, together. You, you have nine months. You've got nine and, months of twenty-four hour days. You've got to get on know, it. I'm not sleeping at all. And I'm reaching out. I'm talking to community leaders, and believe me, I'm not going to stop. 
I'm not going to stop until November 3rd. And after November 3rd, I'll do my best to fight for every resident of this district. Thank you, Dahlia. We'll, we'll, if you, you don't mind, if you don't mind, we'll hang on to your number and maybe we'll talk again. Please do. Please do. All I right. Love that. Thank you very much. Dahlia, you, I'll... Please let me, let me remind you that if you want to know more, go to DahliaForCongress.com. DahliaForCongress.com. Thank you. Thank you. That's D-A-L-I-A. D-A-L-I-A. DahliaForCongress.com. What do you think, boys? Well, uh, she said all the right things. Uh, You were kind of on the attack there. You were were (laughs) ripping off those questions. I, I almost made you turn off the microphone to tell you to ease back a little well, bit. Well, I mean, there was a lot of... Just being tough. And she was taken a bit aback by your um, stern questioning. Yeah, why are you so mean? Oh, yeah. What the hell did I ask I, that was stern? I, I thought well, it was fine, well, you just you, you rattled off some pretty serious questions like you were trying to dig for dirt. Well, she, she on the one hand, claims that uh, she and Omar have the same background. Yeah. But they're completely different people. They are from different... Right, but they don't have the same background. Uh, she was, uh, based on this profile I've read of her, she was in the, you know, the Baghdad version of the Mickey Mouse Club. Right. She was a child television star. Her dad was a big deal in she the theater. She was a refugee. Yeah, I, I understand. But, you know, she didn't come over here with a potato sack on, which is neither here nor there. I'm just, I was trying to get a feel for... The idea that she must have had some kind of a conversion at one point or another. Well, she sure. said it, didn't she? Yeah, she was yeah. under threat with. Yeah. 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 But uh, interesting, I, she's got nine months to make a dent. She's saying all the right things, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. And, and it does sound like she does love the country. And guess what else, folks? She makes herself available, unlike the other one. Yeah. The well, other one won't talk to us. I think the key, Or anyone that opposes, or, yeah. you know. The key Sorry, thing or, she mentioned, though, was the fact that. I bet many of the voters, the 75%, really did not understand I agree with that. Uh, her, her dealings yeah. with Israel. Her, it's, it's, a, it's a whole different deal right now. Oh, well, I think what Second she meant to around. say, too, is a lot of people place that vote thinking, look at the good that I'm doing. Sure. I, right. I'm voting for I'm a— Voting for a woman of color who yep. is a refugee, who is right. a, right. a, a Somali immigrant, uh, who is a Muslim, who is uh, yep. just a, a glib and uh, bright and attractive. And, boy, look, look I'm going to pat myself on the back. Look who I voted for. And I talked to one of those voters last night, yeah. and he said, I, I feel guilty for doing so. Yeah. Well, I hope people open their eyes to yeah. what's really happening. Mm-hmm. I did look up that um, that Iraqi radio station that she talked about. Yeah, uh, it was K War, and uh, their morning show is Cutter and the Bomber. <laughs> oh my God! Honest to God, honest to God. I was going to ask her about it, but I I I had great zinger. restraint. I had great restraint. I thought yeah. it was Quip and Zinger. Quip and Zinger. That's the afternoon show. Cutter and the Bomber. Cutter I'm Quip. I'm Zinger. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be back shortly. We will, but first, allow me to tell you about Jack's Cafe, a wonderful, wonderful location in northeast Minneapolis. Three generations at Jack's Cafe. Billy is running it right now, and he really understands garage logic. He understands garage logicians. When they go out, they want to have a wonderful time. And that means whether the ambiance or the food or the cocktails, they want top rate. And you know what? If you are planning a party, 
Jack's Cafe can accommodate. It might be a wedding. It might just be a small family get-together. No matter what the case is, Jack's Cafe, J-A-X-C-A-F-E.com, can accommodate you. So call early for reservations. They can accommodate up to 300 people. And their spot in northeast Minneapolis is fantastic. Uh, University Avenue Northeast, 1928, right at 20th. And they will do you Perfect. Uh, check out the back uh, yard because they have a great display, and they whether it's summer, whether it's winter, they will cater to whatever holiday event it is. Nineteen twenty University Avenue Northeast, six one two seven eight nine seventy two ninety seven. Ask about the GL date night m- venue. It is dinner for two, less than a hundred bucks, includes a bottle of wine and dessert. Tell them that the Rook sent you, will you? Jack's Cafe, six one two seven eight nine seventy two ninety seven. end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Souchere. Where do our sensibilities lie? Hello? Where do they lie? Where? Where? Where indeed? Where are they? Hell you! (laughs) What? What? The Hennepin County Sheriff's Office announced Wednesday, yesterday, it will no longer be issuing fix-it tickets for broken headlights, taillights, brake lights, or turn signals. Instead, deputies will be handing out vouchers to have these issues fixed at a participating auto service provider. Oh, boo, yes. The sheriff's office joined the Lights On program last year and officially launched the practice Wednesday. Lights On is a partnership between law enforcement agencies and microgrants, a Minneapolis nonprofit focused on helping low-income people break the cycle of poverty. Wow. Aren't there high-income people who have busted taillights? Your story says the sheriff department. Mm-hmm. My story says Minneapolis police. Well, they both are. The Hennepin County Sheriff's together. Office announced it will no longer be issuing tickets for broken taillights, headlights, brake lights, or turn signals. These vouchers will lead to safer cars on the road and better interactions between law enforcement officers and the public, Sheriff Dave Hutchinson said. Most importantly, by avoiding tickets, we're preventing a ripple effect that can seriously affect the financial stability of low-income people. In Minneapolis, police officials announced Wednesday they are joining the program, vowing they will no longer issue tickets for certain equipment violations. Minneapolis officers have had that uh, as an option for the past year, but now it's policy. Someone pulled over for a broken headlight or taillight doesn't get a ticket. Instead, the driver gets a voucher to have the light fixed for free. Jeff Bahi, the owner of Bobby and Steve's, has been an advocate for Lights On since it first launched in April 2017. Why? Well, because he's going to finally make some money. money. A lot of people know they have a bulb out but can't afford to repair it, said Bahi. People can, our police can use uh, the tools they have, said Bahi. They have a taser, they have a gun, a flashlight. What you give them, they'll use. Now we are giving them another tool. Former Minneapolis City Councilman Don Samuels got the idea for the program after the death of Philando Castile, who was told he had been pulled over for a brake light that was out. According to MPD's online data dashboard, since the fall of 2016, 14.5% of all traffic stops in the city were for equipment violations. Of those stops, 48% were black drivers. If a person is low income, they are more likely to have a broken light, said Samuels, and most low income people are disproportionately people of color. And so that rift between the police and the community gets exacerbated because low income people, that is people of color, are more likely to drive used cars. The so-called uh, fix-it tickets uh, are as good as cash for up uh, to 250 bucks. Uh, 
Just the relationship between the public and the police is going to get better and better because of this program. Where do our sensibilities lie? 53, 54 years old, I've never owned a brand new zero miles on the odometer Mm -hmm. car and or truck ever. You need better representation. Not once. (laughs) Never? No. Where, Where does this... Where does this take us? If today, uh, under the guise of it being some sort of systemic racism and impoverishment, uh, you're to be excused for your responsibility to fix your taillight, what's it going to be tomorrow? It'll I'm be a muffler. Sh- I'm shocked that you are even classifying this as where do our sensibilities lie. Yeah. I thought you'd have this as end of the world. What was the quote yesterday from the mayor who said, when you get a parking ticket, uh, it means something about something this. Something works. Uh, it's patriotism. Yeah. Well, I think the next step, obviously, is forgiving parking tickets, especially if your car looks crappy. Yeah. If you're a person of color, your parking ticket might get forgiven, just like uh, library books, fines are being forgiven. What are we removing? Discipline. You're removing responsibility. responsibility. What if yeah. you're low income and you can't afford the parking meters Then downtown? get your crap can off the street. You no. Know? And I still want to be able to go downtown, and I can't afford the parking. And I just got this, a is, this is the left, once again, saying to people of color, you are less than. Yeah. Yep. It's shameful. It's shameful. You are less than. We can't expect you to have taillights at work. Well, I can expect you to have taillights that work. Uh, it's just... Again, uh, part of your social contract. If your light is out, lights are... Uh, it might be nine ninety nine. Every poor person in the world has got that uh, amount of money and the wherewithal to change that headlight, just well, to just to keep you from being stopped. Well, some of the headlights on the modern cars are hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Okay, but, but not, according to Don Samuelson, we're talking about people driving the eighty nine olds Cutlass. You know, yeah, where donks. does it, where does it end? What's uh, my I, point? I mean, the price the price yeah. uh, point. Where does yeah. that end? Uh, two fifty rec- is what they'll 250? pay up to. Yeah. They pay up to because I recently had to uh, replace what is called a, a partial wire harness. It's in the back of the box and leads from the main harness to the taillight. And then I had to replace both sockets on both sides, and that was right around three hundred bucks. And let me tell you something. Uh, it, my financial system. Uh, You're low situation, income like me. <laughs> my situation right now. That was painful. That sucked. You know what you should have done? Punched a hole in the tail right and, and drove around looking for a cop. Jeez. And say, oh, yeah, can I have the 250, please? Yeah, right oh, here. I, not, my I'm cartoon bubble smart. down the road, 12 cars with lights out, trailing <laughs> cops that yeah. are just going through downtown. <laughs> Officer! Here I am. Here we go. <laughs> well, you know, I, I don't think it's hyperbole to suggest that this, this ideology of the left, this mentality, uh, has no end. Uh, maybe you should be forgiven mortgage payments. We already tried that. Yeah. Didn't we? Maybe you should be forgiven your rent. Maybe you don't need insurance. Maybe we should cover that for you. Where, where is this going to end? You joked, but didn't seriously, wow. didn't Obama try that? I can't remember. The well, mortgage payment thing? If you're late on your mortgage payment, don't worry. We'll, we'll help you out. So do you suppose, the, the one thing that came up, I don't know if it's covered, does this mean police officers just might not be pulling people over for uh, equipment violations? Because... In my mind, equipment violations has always been a great way for the cops to find me doing something else uh, wrong. DUIs, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. No. No. Well, then what are the cops supposed to do? Not pull you over for a busted taillight? Well, that's what I'm saying. Is that what this is going to lead to? 
Or, or well, are, I think, are, are they going to continue to pull people over for equipment violations? And I'm not saying, I think I, this is stupid. I mean, you're taking responsibility away from the people. I don't think there's any doubt that people of color get pulled over. You know, Without a doubt. For different reasons and no reasons. Well, should times. they not get pulled over? If they have a busted taillight. Well, if let me put it to you this way. I think there's probably law enforcement officers who would see me driving down the road and a person of color with broken lights, they wouldn't pull me over. That's all I'm saying. But I I agree with you about this. This is just a responsibility thing. It's a dump. Take care of it. Mm -hmm. It's your car. Take care of it. (laughs) This is Dateline February 1st of 2012. I can't believe you guys don't remember this at all. February 1st, 2012. (laughs) The Obama administration, and this is from CNN Money. The Obama administration on Wednesday detailed its plan, its latest plan, to help millions of homeowners refinance their mortgages to historically low rates because of their underwater status. Mm-hmm. You guys don't remember well, that. Well, that's okay. not paying for it. It's just Yes, it was. But, but, John, no, this is for people that were several months late on their, on their sure. mortgages. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Get to Schmel's Countryside Volkswagen, yeah. also Fiat and Alfa Romeo in Maplewood, the southeast quadrant. Of Highway 36 and 61, and get a car with lights that work, <laughs> brake lights cars, that work, turn signals that work. With lights that get work. Get that new smell car. That that new car smell. Is this yep. your car homily? I love these Alfa Romeos. <laughs> I love the Fiats. I love the Volkswagens. This is a family business. We're in the third generation. They don't own 15 stores on the freeway. This and they don't fly. You know, giant. Animals on balloons above right. the place. This right. is these are great cars. These are great cars. Great people, and there's great deals underway right now. Uh, Alpha Romeo for January are having a sign then drive performance event. Uh, there's clearances on the Alpha Romeo 2019s. Uh, Volkswagen Tiguans around the ground and ready for delivery. They're clearing out 2019 Fiats with discounts up to five thousand dollars off on the 124 Spiders. Uh, including a great selection of manual transmission 124 Spiders. Uh, great warranties, great prices. Uh, that's what's been knocking GLers off their feet. Once you see these prices, you'll say, well, why haven't I been paying attention to uh, Alfa Romeo, Fiat, and Volkswagen before this? Because you're going to really be pleasantly surprised. And tell them in the dealership that you heard about Countryside on the GL podcast, and they'll sign you up for a $100 Blue Plate gift card. Word. Countryside. Volkswagen, that'd be Schmelz, S-C-H-M-E-L-Z, SchmelzVW.com, SchmelzAlphaRomeo.com, and SchmelzFiat.com. This next song is about Kenny Olsen. If he's here, jump up and down. Here's Johnny Height. Thank you, Joe. St. Paul police said Wednesday they arrested a 14-year-old boy in connection with that Sunday shooting that injured a 14-year-old girl. But 14, huh, John? Yeah, uh, the boy and a girl. Yeah. Yep. Uh, sources, though, say police are looking for more teens involved in another recent shooting. Uh, sources told our TV affiliate KSTP multiple arrest warrants have been issued all for teens after a 15-year-old girl was shot January 24th on the city's east side. Sources said the suspect in this shooting of the 15-year-old girl 
is a 15-year-old boy. St. Paul police declined to comment. President of the African American Leadership Council, Tyrone Terrell, told KSTP the shooters and more and more gun attacks are young teens, and he said the age of the suspects in these cases is getting younger every year. He said 12-year-olds are carrying loaded weapons. They think it's a form of safety for them to be out in the neighborhood to go to the grocery store. Terrell said he believes there needs to be more involvement from people in the African-American community to help stop the gun violence before kids hit their teen years. He said, we're the only community shooting each other. Asians are not shooting. Latinos are not shooting. White males are not shooting. Native Americans are not shooting. We cannot point the finger at anyone but ourselves in the African-American community. Both teenage girls are now in stable good condition. I have no idea who's doing this, but I follow a, uh, on Twitter, I follow a guy called Crime Watch Minneapolis. He's yep, a lot yeah. like Julie, reports crimes as of four hours ago. So that would be, uh, what are we talking, eight? Mm-hmm. 8.35, uh, there had been seven cars ripped off in Minneapolis, north and You're south. You're kidding me. North and what, south since side. since midnight? No. Um, since 8.30. Um, hold on, 35th and Clinton. Uh, no, it's in the, oh, here we go. Uh, five hours ago, four auto thefts in the last 45 minutes. And then wow. another uh, two hours later, an hour later, we had hit number seven. Who knows what we're up to by now? A Catholic priest in Lonsdale. But again, I have no idea the color or the makeup or the nationality of anybody. And it doesn't say here. Catholic priest in Lonsdale is apologizing for a recent sermon. Reverend Nick Vandenbrock is pastor at the Church of the Immaculate Conception in the small town of Lonsdale. He said during a January 5th sermon that large numbers of Muslims should not be allowed to seek asylum or immigration in the U.S., the homily that was posted for the public on the church's website has since been deleted. He said, I believe it is essential to consider the religion and the worldview of the immigrants or refugees. More specifically, we should not be allowing large numbers of Muslim asylum or immigration into our country, said Vanderbroek in the homily. He said, Islam is the greatest threat in the world, both to Christianity and to America. I'm not a hater for saying this. I'm not saying something anti-Christian because their religion is anti-Christian. I'm simply a realist to acknowledge the fact they're the greatest threat to Christianity and to America. Uh, He did issue a following statement uh, regarding that homily Wednesday night. He said, my homily on immigration contained words that were hurtful to Muslims. I'm sorry for this. I realize now that my comments were not fully reflective of the Catholic Church's teaching on Islam. St. Paul, Minneapolis Archbishop Bernard Hebda said, all who believe in God must work together to banish every form of discrimination and intolerance. Father of a man who says he was wrongly convicted as a teenager... Huh? No, go ahead. <laughs> no, go ahead. You're good. My mic's on again. Father of a man who says he was wrongly convicted as a teenager of killing a child in 2003 under Amy Klobuchar, who was then Hennepin County attorney, joined more than a dozen activists in Minneapolis calling on her to end her campaign for president. Michael Toussaint cited a recent Associated Press investigation that raised questions about the case against his son, Mayan Burrell, who's serving a life sentence for the 2002 killing of Taisha Edwards, an 11-year-old girl who was hit by a stray bullet in South Minneapolis. Mayan Burrell was 16 at the time. The call by his father and supporters came just days ahead of the first-in-the-nation Iowa caucuses, where Klobuchar, now a U.S. senator, has pinned her hopes on gaining traction in the Democratic presidential primaries. He was joined by activists from Racial Justice Network, Minneapolis NAACP, Black Lives Matter, Twin Cities, Twin Cities Coalition for Justice for Jamar, and Communities Against United Against Police Brutality. The group rallied in the lobby of the Minneapolis police and Klobuchar's office 
accusing her of sloppy work and misconduct. This is another example of the left eating their own, and this could very well derail her. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Oh, yes. No, oh, there's yeah. no way this can oh, derail her. got the right groups lined no, up. Amy said exactly what she needs to say, and, and they should shut up once she said it. If they have further information or evidence or testimony, they need to submit it and let the process work out. He was tried twice, convicted twice. Am I wrong? Well, that's right. That's what happened. Can no, I ask? No, this, 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 go ahead, Chris. I was I'm just going to, may I ask a dumb question? Why is this surfacing right now? Because, is it because she's, she's running Iowa? for the presidency. Campaign. And, yeah. Well, I know, but she has been for months. Probably because she's doing better than they expect her. Yeah. And all, yeah. all of the things, the recant of confession and all that has been out before this. So Why don't I grab your mic, <laughs> sir? Apparently. God, you need a snot bucket over there? <laughs> My grandpa used to have an old Folgers can. Yeah. No, just no, in the cab of the truck. Oh, you know, whatever no. you needed it. He'd farmer blow into oh, that yeah, thing, yeah, one yeah. finger Shut blow. Yeah. Disturbing as hell. Would you say your condition, Such, is better or worse than it was at this time yesterday? And did the uh, did the over the top partying yesterday afternoon at the happy hour uh, make it worse? I don't. Uh, I kept it under uh, over the top, uh, although I, I was happy during were, happy hour. You were chauffeured. Uh, we were home by five thirty. Yeah, but you had about ten beers. No, I did not. <laughs> no, I did not. Had, okay, another had, question. This one. He had just enough to keep him mellow on the way home, where he wasn't shouting out. I was going to ask you the route home. Did you hit the cross town, or did you take my? Well, we're advice? not telling you. We had a move, and we made it, and it worked wonderfully. You took Excel. Over to Bede Makaska and then took the parkway over nope. to. Took uh, Excelsior to 100 and then 100 to Crosstown. Yeah, oh. and, and we didn't find encounter traffic. It was we not were, a problem. We were prepared to go off, but we did it on your recommendation. Uh, okay, my second question for you, Chris Reavers. Yes. It seemed to me that. Uh, I guess you're not going to do the news now. I Chuck. guess not. It <laughs> seemed to me that uh, Frat, Mike Frataloni, was a tad bit nervous. Was that because he was around me? A little bit. Uh, you do scare him. But I believe he was also, he just wanted whoever was going to win the snowblower. That's what he was worried about. He was worried about how he was going to get it to that person. And if that person you know, came in a hatchback, how they were going to get it into their vehicle. Well, it wasn't that big of a snowblower. I, yeah, I thought it was going to be one of those $3,000 dual stage with tracks. And I was worried I should bring my ramp so, I can, get, so I can get it up well, in the back of my truck. Yeah. Uh, Bill was his name. Bill? Billy. Yeah, Bill, right. Billy. I, I believe it was Billy. Bill. Congrats, Billy. He, uh, he won thanks to Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores. U.S. authorities on Wednesday announced the discovery of the longest smuggling I, I tunnel. I wasn't done. I, but I you are done. See, the, guy, are done. the guy who runs the show was pointing at you. I've got a you, ton of Ken. questions about done. yesterday. We're we done. Runs we had, the show. We had we fun and we met listeners. We can bring it up later. All right. We did, yes. Right. I, got, I leave. I got I a nice it. offer from Frat, too, yesterday. I, he to work there? Me, me, Job and, me and the kid to play in some garden centers this summer. Just to sit around and play guitars. I said, yeah, I'll do that in a minute. All right, then. U.S. authorities. Okay. Good luck with that, John. Thanks. U.S. authorities on Wednesday announced the discovery of the longest smuggling tunnel ever found on the southwest border, stretching more than three quarters of a mile. Oh, again? From an industrial the- site in Tijuana, Mexico, to the San Diego area. U.S. Customs and Border Protection said it featured an extensive rail cart system, forced air ventilation, high-voltage electrical cables and panels, an elevator at the tunnel entrance, and a complex drainage system. Lance Lenore, a Border Patrol Ops supervisor, said this one blows past the longest one we've ever had. We never really thought they had the moxie to go this far. They continue to surprise me. 
The tunnel raised questions about the effectiveness of the border wall, which stretches several feet underground in the area. The tunnel found about 70 feet underground, Mm. well below the wall. After the discovery in August, Mexican law enforcement identified the entrance and members of the San Diego Tunnel Task Force began mapping the tunnel. It extended 4,309 feet. The next longest tunnel ever found was in San Diego in 2014, 2,966 feet. Uh, speaking of the border, some newly installed panels from the border wall fell over. Is anybody else getting that anxious, nervous, just thinking about crawling through? Oh, that yeah, thing? I couldn't do it. Oh, oh my. Crawling through what? The tunnel. That's tunnel. That's, oh. oh, that's a hallway. What's the big deal? Well, it's, it's five and a half feet tall. It's yeah. pretty so good it's, looking it's tunnel. shorter than me. I know. So but you got to do the Groucho thing? <laughs> but how about that wind <laughs> blowing the wall over? That doesn't speak well of the construction. Uh, no, newly installed panels from the U.S. border wall fell over in high winds Wednesday, landing on trees on the Mexican side of the border. The area is part of the ongoing construction project to improvise exi- uh, to improve excuse me, existing sections of the wall. Agent Carlos Patones of the Customs and Border Protection Sector in El Centro, California, said they gave way. They'd recently been set in a new concrete foundation in Calexico, California. The concrete had not yet fully cured, according to Petonius, and the wall panels were unable to withstand the conditions. The Weather Service reports the winds in the area uh, were gusting, but uh, only as high as about 37 miles an hour. Video shows the metal panels leaning against trees adjacent to a Mexicali, Mexico street as the wind whips up dirt from the construction site on the other side of the border. I have a question. Uh, Chris, how long is the bear show? Uh, usually an hour with commercials, 52 minutes. Well, how long was it yesterday? Because you were recording for about Seven three or four eight hours. We did two, it's like going to Woodstock. We did two <laughs> episodes because I'm going to be gone the following week. Right, right. Okay. Okay, then. Did the speakers have to be so loud? <laughs> oh, my God. Kenny kept looking at me and said, could you go ask him to turn Seriously, the speakers down? Seriously, it was really on? loud. Well, you sat right next to the stage. Well, we were trying to have a conversation. Right. <laughs> yeah. He made several other comments about you, Chris. I, just, I, I won't repeat I them. Was, I was, uh, you know what off-site correspondent Kelsey notes, John? I'd like to know. What? You see, he, he notes... It's for positive Thursday. Yeah. That's right. He says, look on the bright side. If Bernie Sanders becomes president, John Height will probably be named his press secretary, and we won't have to listen to him every day on the podcast. Wow. I think he's being unkind to you. <laughs> wow. I think he's being I, uh, unkind. I love yeah, it when it's you. I really dis... Jeez. I shouldn't say this. I'm because sorry. I'm a, I'm a news guy, but I'm That's not a, terrible, not a Bernie That's Sanders That's just fan. terrible. Not a Bernie I'm Sanders sorry. fan at all. Yeah. What would you do? Well, I hope he's. I hope he, that causes him to stop sending me emails. <laughs> yeah. Oh, too bad. Oh, no. Now you, you John. Doubled your intake. <laughs> <laughs> Joe and I, I have a question for you. I I've been receiving more and more of these links to your emails that you uh, receive, and uh, when somebody like Keith Olson just sent one, and it, and it starts out, "Hail the flashlight king." Yeah. Hail, Hail you. you. Hell that you. was my question. Yeah. Do I have to do that in the privacy of my home? Yes, I, I do. So. Yes. Okay, I all so. right. I just yeah. want to be a team player here. Right. I did. Uh, Kenny and I talked to a fellow yesterday who, who he was very kind, very nice. They drove from Clearwater, him yes. and his wife, to see the show yesterday. You're kidding? No, yeah. no, he's great. Oh, I wish I would have introduced. And, been introduced. And he said he's the to guy me, "Tried to sit with you." 
No, he was with oh, his wife. Guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I don't think he even liked Chris at all. I'm good. Not, okay, I'm good. pretty sure he didn't like I'm not Chris. sure what he meant by this, but we had a really good talk, and about midway through it, he said to me, he goes, you know, I'm a big Trump guy, but I really like what you do. So I'm not <laughs> sure what. You know what, John? That's, that was kind of him. It was. It was very kind of him. That was kind of It was kind of You know, who else was there? Chief was there, and he didn't slap me in the face yep. like I deserve. Yep. I didn't see Chief. Yep. Uh, yep. He was kind enough to be uh, nice to me, and uh, Andy was there. Our buddy Andy, Andy. Andy. Yeah. gave I'm us wearing a sweatshirt. sweatshirt today. Yeah, no. you didn't yeah, waste any are, time. These are comfy. Uh, I will tell you something. I uh, I brought that sweatshirt home. Gabe latched onto it immediately, and then went and poured himself some ice cream. And three seconds later, ice cream <laughs> filled out my brand new sweatshirt. Well, and he's a lot like. Uh, Who's the guy running for mayor, the former mayor of New York, guy running for president? Bloomberg? Bloomberg. Yeah, Bloomberg, yeah. Uh, Michael. There's a video going around where he was he was pandering to the LGBTQRFPQMNOPPRRRRF community, and he was eating from a tub of gay ice cream. Yeah. Apparently oh, it's, well, it's produced right. by gay people. And uh, shut up, Reavers. And uh, well, what? He, uh, remember yesterday, he, he shook the dog's mouth? Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. today he, he didn't know how to eat ice cream. How do you not know he how to eat? He stabbed a spoon down into it and then brought up a, a, a minuscule amount. A man of the people. And then went, mm, mm, mm. And Jordy notes, uh, Amy should have showed him how to eat it with a comb oh, like normal people. Oh, man. I have a Joe story I don't, uh, from, from yesterday. I don't know if I should repeat it. Oh, though. yeah, I love yesterday Joe stories. It, it's one of those stories about Joe where Joe doesn't recognize somebody he's known for a long time. Oh, God. Yes. And uh, I'm, sitting, I'm sitting with you, clown. And we're wolfing down our burger. And our friends, we have good friends, Shar and Maddie. Yes. I said hi to them. And and they're sitting over at a table. They're a cute couple. And uh, our buddy, our buddy Ryan from my talk is sitting at the table yeah. with Shar and Maddie. Loud talking Ryan. <laughs> and Such goes, "Who's that guy trying to hit on Shar and Maddie? Does he does he know he doesn't have a shot?" <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that is our buddy Ryan Perpich, who is a huge garage logician. For a million dollars. Oh, yeah. Huge who's been in the building for how many years? He's right? been here forever. I got work to do when I'm here. Right. I, you know I, what I'm I, saying? I, I understand. We'll be back. We'll be back. Thanks, Ryan. Okay, GLers, we're going to do things a little differently today with Mike Schoonover. We already know that Mike's team of GLers at Schoonover Body Works and Glass, they are the best option here in the Twin Cities for body work, glass, and general repairs. Now, what you might not know is that the Schoonovers lost their son, 14-year-old Patrick, in 2014 while he was participating in a hockey game in Brainerd. Uh, Patrick was playing for Eastview, and it was later learned that Patrick actually had a number of heart defects. Now, since that awful, awful day, the Schoonover family, they've made it their goal to help parents and kids with the Play for Patrick organization. And that organization, it screens kids for heart defects. And from what I can tell, they've been very, very successful in that pursuit. Hi, Mike. Oh, I forgot to tell you, Mike's on the phone. Hi, Mike. Um, Could you uh, please tell us, I want to know what goes on at these health screening events that you guys conduct with the uh, Play for Patrick organization. Well, hey, Kenny, thanks for having me on this Positive Thursday. 
Uh, hey, you bet. We um, we check uh, we check kids for uh, undetected heart defects. We we do a uh, family health history. We check their height and their weight, their blood pressure. Um, you know, and ironically enough, um, uh, we in all the screens that we've done, we've done we've we've, we've performed twenty one heart screens, uh, screening thirty almost thirty five hundred kids, and uh, found two hundred and ten kids with elevated blood pressure. Wow. Um, and then uh, we also check for uh, uh, heart defects, uh, either elec- uh, electrical heart defects. Sure. Uh, so we use an EKG to check their heart. And then we also uh, find a number of kids with structural heart defects, which is what Patrick had. Wow. Uh, and uh, so we do an echocardiogram on all the kids. So. Wow, what so a great, we, uh, yeah, this is a great organization and something all parents should uh, consider running their kids through, whether they're in sports or not. Yeah, absolutely. And your next so, one, it's coming up soon, right, Mike? Sunday, February 9th? Yeah, we're going to be down at the uh, Twin City Orthopedics uh, Training House down on the Vikings campus in Egan. Uh, and uh, people can find out more information at uh, playforpatrick.org. And uh, we'd, we'd love to, to fill it up and get uh, as many kids who are 14 to 24 years of age down there and get their heart screened. Let's do it. Uh, like I said earlier, if you're a parent of a teenager or a child, I'd strongly encourage you to have your kid checked. And if you can volunteer time or donate money to Play for Patrick or even host an event, log on to playforpatrick.org. That's playforpatrick.org. Thank you, Mike. You bet, Kenny. Thank you. How's that for You cut my mic off. Why did you do that? What is wrong with you? I'm sorry. It was a technical gap. Thank you. Thank you, Twitchy. Yeah. What I was going to say, guys, yeah. is how... Turn your mic on. Jesus, Reavers. Uh, he's got a button. Like I was going to say, how is that for positive, fellas? Yeah. That was positive. University Pretty of cool. Garage Logic, 98. College of Self-Esteem, zip. Nada, nothing. Here's Joe Souchere. We'll take this one dry, but we're going to drop a liner down. It's coming uh, up on the right. Just... <laughs> You know what? You know what I love? I love us. Oh. <laughs> Folks, I'd like to, you know, I'm going through the numbers the last couple of months, and you're sticking with us, and we really appreciate it. Here's all 18 to 20,000 of you that are uh, oh. hanging with us. Here's what's going to happen. You're calling in sick tomorrow. You're not coming in. Yeah, I might have. To. You're a disaster. Yeah. Seriously. I'm not as much of a disaster as PETA. <laughs> Segway. What's coming up on the ride? Segway. What's coming up? <laughs> Peter suggested that Punxsutawney oh. Phil, uh, they suggested that the Groundhog Club use an animatronic version with artificial intelligence to predict the weather. In other words, they want a robot uh, gopher or whatever the hell those things are, groundhogs. Right. Uh, the animal rights organization wrote in a letter to the Punxsutawney Groundhog Club that it was time to change the decades-old tradition in which Punxsutawney Phil predicts whether he'll see an early end of winter. I know what I would have written back to them. Uh, I, I hope they did write back to them what I would have. My, what would you have? How would you? Well, I can't this? say it on the air. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. The top hat-wearing members of the club who handle Phil bring him out and reveal the animals' forecast every Feb two. That's Sunday. Yep in Punxsutawney, PA, located about 85 miles northeast of Pittsburgh. The legend says if the furry rodent sees his shadow, there will be six more weeks of winter. If not, spring will come early. Got it. Uh Uh-huh. 
And they have a big carnival there. And, I bet uh, they're having a, you know, probably there's some buildup like the winter carnival right now. I bet they're. <laughs> what, 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 what's what's the problem? Oh, it's here. just fun what watching. The problem? It's fun watching Rookie try to prop you up as you bungle <laughs> your way through some <laughs> story. I didn't bundle, that what? Doing every <laughs> year. What kind time? of rodent is this again? No, this is interesting. <laughs> Phil is dragged out of his hole and held up to flashing <laughs> yeah. lights. And he has no idea what's happening. That's cruel, Joe. That's really cruel. Peter Hello? President Ingrid Newkirk said, oh, bleep you, lady. Are you out of your mind? Right. Well, uh, what's going to happen I'm, with the I shadow? I can't go on with this. I hope, the, the shadow uh, today, I hope the uh, club uh, stays uh, strong to its roots. Uh, oh, you know, man. Puxatawney Phil was located here. He'd had the longest drought since 1963 with sunshine. That's right. You want to hear a touching story no. about a, a woodchuck uh, no. up at the farm? No. You know, I missed part of that last story. Could you grab that again? I, I missed one little <laughs> minor detail. Why don't we just start that whole segment Such. What the hell was wrong? It was just fine. Such. Punxsutawney Phil. He was sitting still oh. at 75 yards. I missed him three times. Yeah, you're a bad shot. He took off running. <laughs> And I got him. Really? I got him when he was on the run. Did you lead him? You guys ready for this? <laughs> yep, sure. Well, we're ready for anything at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I only mention it because who the guy turns out to be. Mm. A guy has uh, bought a $6 million Super Bowl ad, 30 seconds. Oh, yeah. Wow. To thank the veterinarians who saved his dog's life. Wow. And I think his name is Patrick Royce because the dog's name is Scout. Or well, Royce's was Stout. 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 Yeah, Stout. This, this is a golden no, Scout, retriever Stout. named Scout. Uh, had cancer, seven years old, and uh, the vets uh, cured him with the new. new uh, There's a big butt here. New material. You know who the guy is? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. David McNeil, the founder and CEO of WeatherTech. So what he's wow. doing actually is buying himself an ad. Well, you can bet WeatherTech will be mentioned. Yes. Yeah. And he's also... Uh, it's, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Yeah, he's highlighting uh, the kinds of care that uh, are now available to pets. And uh, this dog of his apparently had a bad cancer that's now virtually disappeared uh, because of the various treatments. He took it to the University of Wisconsin Veterinary Care and he began chemotherapy and radiation therapy, and uh, he also received immunotherapy aimed at stimulating his immune system. And just a month later, uh, his uh, the tumor the tumor was ninety uh, percent wow smaller than That's what it was. So six million. This. This is obviously a brilliant marketing strategy because nobody would remember his stupid WeatherTech ad, right? But they, why does that WeatherTech sounds familiar? Why am but I? But it reminds you know, me. You have no it really, you have no it reminds me of an old story, yeah. and I can't remember. Oh yeah, where somebody was. Somebody needed something, yep. and they wanted like a, a, special a, really good, a really good present for oh, Like someone. a birthday or a Christmas no, anniversary. I got her weather tech. Oh, anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nothing says romance like right. a clean car. You, Color coordinator. You are a lover boy. I am. Custom. <laughs> Look what I got you. That was one of you the steps. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put them in the car for you. Happy anniversary, baby. Here's your new mat. <laughs> Happy anniversary, baby. That's where it's at. <laughs> I love you. Enjoy your mess. Now come sit on daddy's lap. <laughs> you know, you mentioned Royce's dog, Scout. I always think Stout. Of, it was Scout. Stout. Stout. You sure? This dog was Scout. Was oh, okay. Anyway, it always huh? makes me think of Patrick Hammer. You guys remember that poor, yeah. that poor story? No. no. Stout passed away. Royce's on the morning show. Oh, Hammer calls right. in. It oh. was... It was raining and oh. hammered, unknowing what had happened, said, well, you won't be able to walk your dog. And Roycey about oh. 
I felt so bad for both of them. When yes, Hammer's- that's true. I will not be watching him. <laughs> Patrick's out on the East Coast. I think now. he's in Buffalo. Yeah, Patrick yeah. Hammer. Yep. I'm going to make some money on that commercial because it says it's going to air in the second quarter. Oh, so I'll really fool those. Oh little- wait, that's oh, yeah, that's you really can't fool do those. That. I'll bet that's- you five bucks. There's a dog in the next commercial that got cured of cancer. Huh? Oh, I'm really going to double down. You're going to have to be more subtle than that. You might. Well, isn't that positive though? And this is positive. positive. I, I, you might not find it positive. You might, you might reject that this is positive. Let me see. Try me out here. A woman with 31 <laughs> fingers and toes. Wow. Uh, lives lives in India. Her name is Kumari Nayak. Come here, baby. <laughs> She's 63. She was born with a. Polydactylism, a common abnormality at birth where the person has extra fingers and toes. Isn't that wow. something? I bet uh, I bet custom gloves are probably in her future. That's uh, <laughs> Don't you think that's positive? <laughs> that's, no. She has 31. She's a freak of nature. It's no, unfortunate. She's a world record setter for toes. No, no, no. She's stared at. She's glared she, at. This, the is poor her, woman. this is her moment of fame. All she wants to do. Let me see that foot. She's in the. No, there's a lot is, of them there. This is not there's a lot of toes there. There's a lot of These are like. They're like pancakes with toes on them. She has 19 toes and 12 fingers. She beat the previous record no, holder. This is not. Devandra you can't Suthar. You can't she can't sell uh, this as positive. Does she have a this girl? This is common to India, by the way. Does she have a girl and or boyfriend? Well, she's 62. I don't know. Uh, she said yeah. this is a small village, and people here are uh, 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 very no. appreciative of her, and she... Uh, she says that they feel sorry for her because she cannot afford to yeah. get herself treated. This is why it's not positive. She's that's a not world a positive record holder story. for she toes. Doesn't have care. That's a that's a you know what that's a badge of honor. No, not <laughs> in India. I mean, she maybe goes here the, in New York. She goes through could... the rest of her life saying, "Well, at least I hold the record." Yeah, at least I hold the record. It doesn't do anything for me. I have more toes than anybody. <laughs> uh, I'm not joking. Why hasn't she gone? To a, a circus-like show. What the hell do you think? Showcase oh, oh, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't know. you if that was your deal? I don't know what I'd do. Hey, come see the toe yeah. lady. 31 toes, baby. <laughs> get you a toe by 3 right. o'clock. Get this you little get you 19. went to the market. That's a lot. That'll be a long story. Isn't that something? 28, 29, 30, 31. <laughs> and Greta Thunberg has trademarked her name. Yeah, I saw this. Mm-hmm. What? Yep. She's registered her name in that of the Fridays for Future movement when the kids go on strike uh, because she's afraid somebody will try to capitalize on her name. I, I never intended to, Greta, uh, but you go ahead and wow. uh, trademark your uh, your name. And Jordy wishes that we would start a uh, Fossil Fuel Friday Fun Fest complete with engine <laughs> revving and you can leave that running, baby. Nice. Oh, that's not a bad Teen idea. Teen activist Greta Thunberg said she has applied to register her name. Uh as a trademark. So what? You couldn't print it in a news story? I've got one that you can't spin. Yeah, how does that work? Uh, if you're done with your nonsense, I've got a good story here that uh, you cannot, under any circumstances, spin into a positive. Give me a try. Earlier this week, we learned, or maybe it was the end of last week, we learned about, um, um, what is it called? Not cross-dressing. Um, the drag? B- the big, drag yeah, queen. Drag queen bingo, which bingo. thrilled me and sounded like a lot of fun, and, and your head almost spun off your body. Uh, today's headline is even more shocking, far more if you ask me. Cheeseheads reign at this year's Winter Carnival. What gives? The new Royals, King Boreas, is Darren Johnson from Hudson, Wisconsin. Right. And Aurora, Queen of the Snows, is Kristen Knutson, who lives in New Richmond, 
Wisconsin. It just shows you the uh, Ooh, the yeah. breadth of the carnival, its popularity as it sweeps across the land. It's multi-state. You know, for next year, the king and queen might be from Ohio. Oh, my God. Yeah. You should run for office. Yeah. You yeah. are such a liar. This is, uh, this is fantastic, <laughs> the way they're bringing light and hope to uh, people across the river. And uh, I think it's a very wow. positive, positive situation. It's yeah. just the biggest wow. crock I've ever heard. It's fantastic. It's just, a, it's just wonderful and fantastic. It's just fantastic. And perfect. Hail of bulk. It's too bad that uh, cross-dressing bingo. What was it? Yeah. I, right. It's too bad that didn't come out today. Yeah, yes. because yeah, because you, out of all of us, seemed to, to take that poorly. I got to tell you guys a story. Is it a good Joe, one? Because we're suffering. I did that story last Friday. About the cross. Is that when it yes. was? Last yes. Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Saturday morning, I'm reading the paper, my phone rings. It's the mayor. He goes, oh, you think, did, well, you, the... did you make up that story about the cross-dressing bingo? <laughs> I, said, I tweeted it out, but I couldn't find anything about it in the St. Paul paper. Really? So I panicked, thinking you guys pulled one on me. I said, no. I said, no, it was awesome. a real story. It was in the Star Tribune. Oh, okay. Click. So I sent him a copy of the Star Tribune story, but he he didn't believe, he thought we made that story up just to did. annoy him. Yeah. That would be a good one to make up, though. It, it would have worked had you done it. <laughs> we've made up a whole bunch of other ones we've yeah, told we, you. We just haven't got Believe me, we, we do everything we can to annoy you, but in that case, no. Uh, and I still don't see why it's such a big deal. It sounds like a hell of a lot of fun to me. Well, you, you know what you are? You're just a moron. <laughs> well, of course Well, that, that's not positive, Joe. <laughs> well, that's not care. positive. Yeah. Could you re-spin yeah. that for <laughs> I don't even know if they've had it yet. Wednesday right. night. It was last night. Oh, it was last night. Last yeah. night. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was a big it. hit. It was yeah. a big hit. I saw footage. Well, we should, we, we should have gone uh, from Was Hopkins it really news to... footage? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I saw it this morning. It looked like a lot of fun. Everybody was living it up. I bet that was great. We'll, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to come back with little Johnny. Little Johnny. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Suchere. You got uh, Johnny? Yes, Joe. Do you know what we're supposed to be vigilant right now? About? Uh, pet owners need to be vigilant. It's uh -oh. coyote mating season. Ooh. Yes, it is. And they're all over, including downtown Minneapolis. Yeah. Uh, they've invaded the urban, sustainable urban core. People are seeing them every day, right downtown Minneapolis to the suburbs. Urban areas don't matter. DNR Wildlife Supervisor Bob Fashingbauer said it's peak coyote mating season, so they will be out full force until mid-March, and males can be aggressive. Why, and, uh, why do we need to watch our pets? Are we worried that they're breathing any, uh, breeding anything that moves? No, or? they'll eat them. Oh. The coyotes will attack your little dog and well, you get hungry after tear a little, it apart. A little, a little night out. Right. We've got to be careful for little Finley running around. The they can jump a six-foot chain-link fence. I've oh, seen them do that. Wow. I've seen them do that. Yeah. And uh, they, uh, they'll they eat that uh, little pet of yours if you're not careful. Yeah. It's rare that they kill a large dog. Yeah. Raccoons are just finishing their mating season. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that was the, done in the winter. I know all the mating seasons. Yeah, boy. Yeah. Well, you got to have some skill. What's <laughs> well, a hobby? Yeah. Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. I'm like Quagmire. Yeah. At, the, at the Capitol Thursday, Governor Tim Walz, Lieutenant Governor Peggy Flanagan, DFL leaders, and others talking about ways to increase access to affordable insulin. Both sides of the aisle have been working on the issue for months. The price of insulin has even led some people to leave the state for a solution. 
Uh, legislation pre-filed Thursday called the Alex Smith Insulin Affordability Act seeks to implement an option for an immediate refill for those most in danger of rationing their insulin due to the drug's high cost. The bill named after Alex Smith, a 26-year-old uninsured Minneapolis man who died in 2017 of diabetic complications because he was rationing his insulin. Legislation builds upon a bill proposed last session by including a provision to create a long-term program for eligible Minnesotans to access free insulin. University of Minnesota announced on Wednesday the college is adding a new master's degree program in robotics. Mm. The new degree will be part of a three-semester program through the U's new Minnesota Robotics Institute and use the college's Gemini Huntley Robotics Research Laboratory. Faculty and staff from nine departments all related to robotics will take part in the new endeavor. At least it sounds like a class you could flunk. Yes. Yeah, if the thing doesn't work, you fail. Right. A new survey uh, is telling us what the most popular Super Bowl food is in each state. Oh, God. Yeah, it's... Yeah. It's wings, right? Well, here in Minnesota, cocktail weenies. Oh, I do like a good cocktail weenie. You have the right... It's not do. just barbecue sauce. You got to... You don't just we throw... We don't need 10 minutes on cocktail weenies. Uh, Some ketchup in there, too, right? Yeah. <laughs> jelly and jelly. 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 Yes. Yeah, same goes no. for yeah. jelly. Right. mint jelly. No grape no. jelly. Right? Grape jelly. Yeah. It, oh mother no, of God! It, it no, it gives that, it a it gives it a twist. Uh, huh. You don't want to be in the kitchen when they're whipping up a batch. Yeah. Whoops. Right. Yeah. yeah please. Whoops. Are you talking about the raccoons? <laughs> hey, no. Or the coyotes? Hey, no. Yeah. I, uh, I apologize yeah. to you should. those of you that get that. I wish you would have hit a liner there, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> The same goes for Wisconsin and North Dakota. They say cocktail weenies are tops there, Never too. Never had a cocktail wiener at a, at a Super Bowl. Never had one. At a Super Bowl party? No, we have He's, different things. You've never had a cocktail wiener? Oh, in my life I have, but oh. not as a Super Bowl fixture. What about the small, uh, yeah. uh, small yeah. meatballs? Yeah, I got those sometimes. Yeah. South Dakota's, uh, thank you, Kenny, favorite is meatballs. I'm going to lick a lot of money on that cancerous dog. Yeah, I think you are. <laughs> and Iowa goes for the Irish stew. I ain't eating no stew on Super Bowl Sunday. I like uh, the buffalo chicken cheese dip. That's my favorite. I'm eating. That's uh, popular. Uh, I'll tell you where that is. Uh, Florida really? and California. Let's face it. We're going to eat whatever we get at Grundhoffers. There you go. Yeah. Uh, and it ain't going to be no little cocktail wieners. It could be those pork brats. There's 130 yep. different flavors. It could be 14. How's this for your Super Bowl spread? You lay out 14 kinds of summer sausage, fresh pork belly and side pork. Okay. Maybe if somebody wants a pre-made oven-ready meatloaf, pop that in the oven. Yeah. And then the dogs are hanging around. Throw them a, a smoked dog bone and pig's ears uh, in and case the missus is in there making then, soup. Yeah, and then what do you get for your pet? Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> <laughs> in case... <laughs> oh, my God. Uh-oh, we lost No, them. I got a great idea. You take the brats... I'm trying to talk about the soup. But they got soup things here. Soup, soup. Not for the Super Bowl. You but want to sign? For your brats, get the brats, slice them up, get some toothpicks, and have your own taste test during okay, the Super exactly. Bowl. Exactly. That's what you can Great get idea. a variety. You did that last year, didn't you, Joe? Uh-huh. Yeah, I yep. thought you did. Okay. Yeah. Next item. <laughs> Sorry about that. Go ahead. And then uh, the oxtails. This is for the soup. The, yeah, the, the, the gals. Yeah. This is for the gals in the kitchen with those big pots. Yeah, the hairnets, the, yeah, the bare feet. Beef shanks, pork hocks and fresh and smoked pork neck bones. Here. No, seriously, you're going to get all your seriously. stuff you need from Grunhofer's Old go. Fashioned Meats at the north end of Hugo on Highway 61. If you want to call ahead, because you can you know, choose from bone-in and boneless prime rib roasts, 
double smoked hams, choice tenderloins, smoked salmon, lamb chops, and roast pickled herring. Now, if you want to call, uh, you want to call the city desk there, talk to Spencer or one of his guys or gals, 651-426-2800. 651-426-2800. They are going to take care of your weekend grilling needs at Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo. I got another great idea for the 14 kinds of summer sausage, too. Yep, for yep. Super Bowl party, make yep. yourself a nice pasta salad. Get one of those summer sausages, cut it up, throw mm-hmm. it in. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. From the Star Tribune, billing itself as Minnesota's only dog bar, Unleashed Hounds and Hops opens today, mm. the edge of downtown Minneapolis, 200 East Lindale. Adjacent to the Minneapolis Farmer's Market, the warehouse space is two-thirds off-leash play area for doggies and one-third enclosed bar and eating area. That's what I want. Dog yeah. feces outside when I'm trying to eat some lunch. There you go. Come on, Rover. You can bring a leashed pup and watch the play area from behind soundproof glass. Once the weather warms up, a large outdoor enclosure will also be available for dogs to roam and romp. There are some rules. You need to register your dog, sign a waiver form. Under age of four months, the dogs will not be allowed, and everybody has to be up to date on vaccinations and spayed or neutered. Uh, When they reach capacity, staff will start a wait list and call or text patrons as space becomes available. Uh, Your menu, uh, gourmet hot dogs, including vegan dogs by the herbivorous butcher. Wait, did you say they all had to be eunuchs? Otherwise, we're going to have issues here. Yeah, the dogs all have to be neutered spayed. All right. That's correct. Uh, from the bar. Have, wait, wait. They have to be what, John? Why don't you repeat that? What did I say? You said nude or spatered. <laughs> did I really? <laughs> you know what, John? Man, let's go. That's close enough. Yeah, I, you know, I got, I got it. I got it. It makes sense. I just wanted to get in you. I got me a spatered dog. Yeah, I got her. I think I'm going to end that story and move on. I would. Uh, what? Like Bob Barker always used to say, yeah, get him nude or spatered. Control the pet population. Have your pet. Nude or spatered. One for your loose leaf binder, Joe. Uh, this story actually How about for all of our loose Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. Let's keep picking on me. Well, this involves an actual mayor, too. Oh, boy. The mayor of Mawa, New Jersey. Oh, I think I know what's coming. Admitted Wednesday he drank so much during a party. How much, How much did, did he, he drink? drink? He took off his pants and passed out in an employee's bed. Boy, I've never done that. NorthJersey.com. Yeah. Come on over. Mayor John. John. What do I got here? <laughs> Mayor John Roth said in an interview with the news organization, he apologized to the unidentified employee who did not wish to comment on the report. The mayor's actions were detailed in an anonymous letter signed by concerned employees of the township of Mawa. Roth was elected in 2018 on the same ballot where former mayor Bill LaForette was recalled from office. The recall of LaForette was launched by a group of citizens who were upset after he accused former Department of Public Works Director Ed Sinclair of having pornography on his work computer. Sinclair died a few months later. His family filed suit against Mawa for wrongful death, saying the stress of the ordeal contributed to his demise. Must be one hell of a town there, huh, John? They have a lot of fun in Mawa, it sounds like. Apparently. Uh, You know, something like this had to be coming. A, A bar has come under fire for what's being called a tasteless poster. Advertising Corona beers for six fifty while the coronavirus pandemic lasts. Uh, this is in New Zealand, by the way, so that works out to about four and a quarter in U.S. dollars. I think all Corona jokes uh, should be uh, that's not put on hold. Yeah. That's not funny. I feel like I got it. What if you do? I don't know. I haven't seen any well, Chinese. And we people. all do too. Has so. the uh, has the Corona stock in all seriousness taken a hit? Do we I have know? no idea. Come on. I wouldn't think so. I, no. People, people are dumb. stupid. Really? I'm going to look. Do you know anybody? Have you talked to anybody that's been over there? No. Okay. 
The uh, bar is called House on Hood in Hamilton, New Zealand. They posted a photo on their Facebook page of two men uh, in hazmat suits. Corona stock has taken a little bit of a hit here. Really? In the last has month. it really? It has. Yeah, it was up. It was. Uh, this is according to. It's down ten bucks. Right are they now. in Bev? Who owns them? I think they are in Bev. Wow. Yeah, they have taken a hit. Wow. Why the did they people name, are stupid? Why did they name it coronavirus? Why are you looking at me? I have no idea. It's yeah, spelled differently. Yeah. Uh, co na And I think the beer is Corona. No, it's, it's C-O. Co- Same it's thing? C-O. Mm-hmm. Yeah, C-O. Huh. Uh, the ad has men in hazmat suits and face masks holding up bottles of the Mexican beer. A beverage company, Lion, which distributes Corona in New Zealand, said it wants the ad taken down immediately. Said, we are unaware of the promotion. We do not condone this. Social, uh, social media users were outraged by the bar making light of coronavirus, which has killed 133 people and infected more than 6,000 worldwide. I, I have a question, and if this continues to be a breaking world news event next week, I'll get on someone who can answer it. How do these breakouts end? What must take yeah. place for the threat to end? There's no vaccines been developed yet. What did they do about SARS? How did that end? I don't read. I don't know how it ends. Do you have the cruise ship story, by the way? What about? I, the I meant ship? to give this to you before the show started. It's a ship with seven thousand people on it. <laughs> they won't let anybody off, off the coast of Italy because somebody, somebody came down with two the, people. Two people came down yeah, with somebody was in Shenzhen. Maybe it's not seven thousand, but a lot of people. No, it's. It, I think you're right. It is. It's six thousand. Six thousand passengers and one thousand crew. Well, seven thousand people. And. Uh, how would you like to get that little message on the overhead? Ooh. Hey, folks, uh, we'd like to let you off. <laughs> so what if all 7,000 get it? Then well, what? they have the two people quarantined. Then we just, we just bomb See, the See, that's ship. another question I yeah. have. Yeah. If you quarantine 11 <laughs> yes. million people in Wuhan, yeah. doesn't that increase their risk of all getting it from each other? Yeah. Let them go. Go where? I don't know. Eat pizza. South <laughs> Minneapolis. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. You're welcome, John. Uh, speaking of beverages, as people drink less dairy milk, and some turn to plant-based alternatives like oat, soy, and almond milk, never dairy farmers are struggling. That's why in Virginia, they are the latest state to advance legislation restricting the use of the word milk for marketing purposes. As people drink less dairy milk, and uh, people, that's the same uh, paragraph I just read. But it's necessary for those that are lactose intolerant. Me and the oldest yes. boy can't drink regular They're milk. They're saying just call it something else. So almond. Uh, Instead of almond milk, it's like almond whites. Surprise. White, yeah. You were going to say the same thing I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> you know God what? Almighty. We should just wrap what this up. What the hell is going on oh today? God. There's a great scene in the movie 1917 where the two principal ah. characters come across a bucket of milk. And you, you're searching the screen. Who milked the damn cow? And it turns out they don't have a cow. No. They, and, and <laughs> they got a bull. You, then, you, then, you then realize uh, who, who ultimately did must have milked uh, the cow. Uh, one of the greatest movies ever made. <laughs> Kingpin. Yeah. Say, before we are... Um, Morning! Before we're corrected on tomorrow or next week, yeah. uh, I think Chris and I were both guilty of this. Just looking up Corona... Stock, Uh-oh. and there is a stock that's named Corona, and it is down ten dollars, and it's at one thousand thirteen per share. But I think it's on the Japanese. I think it's a Japanese company. Ah, 
Uh, and that as, the beer, as I went further, InBev does own Corona, yeah. and they're only down forty-five cents at seventy-five fifty-two. So. GLers, you gotta do us just do your old buddies a, a one favor. Don't write us any emails or tweets <laughs> regarding today's effort. Please. Just, we have our families. Let us off the lives. Well, let us off the hook just one day. I thought the interview at the beginning of the show was pretty good. Yeah. 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 yeah you know, we'll see. All right. Do I have it in me to promote podmn.com, one of the hottest apps right now that everybody is talking about? Might as well. We get people who work here don't know a damn thing about it. Around the sales office. Yes. If you have a telephone, a cell phone, download podmn. That was the most disheartening thing I've ever heard. From your phone's app store and learn more by visiting it online at podmn.com. That's where you can get all of your favorite Minnesota podcasts, podmn.com, or just download it at podmn on your phone's app store, and you'll be able to listen to Fret Club, Table Talk, Garage Logic, and so many others. Kenny Suchi, we'll see you Monday, brother.